0: Title for this Easter message—it's called "I Surrender." I Surrender. And I got this title a week and a half ago. It was actually before last week's message. Uh, had the title, and I was sitting in my living room, just uh, just enjoying the presence of Jesus, and uh, just reading scriptures and praying. And and I just heard it. I heard it just deposited in me. I surrender. I surrender. I surrender. And a couple days later, I was uh, I was debating as I am prone to do, I thought, well, maybe I should just change it to surrender. And Holy Spirit just very quickly said, no, this is really, really personal. This is really, really personal. If somebody asks you, what was the title of today's message at Abundant Life Fellowship? You have to say, there's something about that declaration. There's something about declaring that, and you're, you're, ears hearing those words, your mouth verbalizing those words. It's personal. It's personal. Holy Spirit said that this is personal. Personal for me. It's personal for you. It's personal for me. It's personal for you. So we're going to have opportunities throughout this message to make that declaration. Uh, Lord, as he gave me scriptures, we're not going to go through the whole resurrection account in scripture, but we're going to reference passages uh, that, that, uh, to talk about why he did what he did, to talk about what he accomplished when he went to the cross. Things that he did for us. And he's going to ask us, what's my response to that? What's my response to, to what he did for me? There was a, there was a line in the, in the first song that, that the choir sang when Ricky, Ricky was uh, doing the solo and it said, I will lift my hands up I will raise my voice high. I will lift my hands up. I will lift my hands up. Now, can you think of a situation where somebody might lift their hands up that's not worship? It's called surrender. It's called surrender. Used to be when police pulled you over. Used to be uh, when police co- pulled you over, uh, e- even if you didn't do anything wrong. Even if you were pulled over, if you saw the siren or you, you know. They, they, you lifted your hands up willingly, intentionally. And the reality is, doing so willingly, intentionally now for Jesus is still the best way. I don't want to do it by force at some point. I want to do it because I understand what he's done for me, because I have a grasp of his love for me, and his grace for me, and his forgiveness for me. We just celebrated. We just celebrated the price he paid on the cross was communion. So we're going to have opportunities this morning. I can't think of a better Sunday than Easter, than Easter. To have maybe people all around this room that don't know him. I, don't, I, I know a lot of people in this room, but I don't know everybody. But I can't think of a better Sunday to say, Jesus, I surrender to you. I'm, I'm, I'm tired of trying to figure it all out. I'm tired of trying to carry the weight on my own shoulders. And you paid the price for me to not have to do that. So I can't think of a better Sunday. We're not criminals, as police might pull us over, but each of us was born into a sinful nature. Each of us was born into a sinful nature that we do not have the wisdom or the strength or the know-how to overcome it by ourselves, so we might as well openly and loudly declare, "I surrender." Uh, last Sunday, usually while this time's going on, for those who, who are new here, or have never been here, uh, we have uh, we have what we call transformation station with little children, and they have a gang of them back there. Usually, and they're in this room this morning. And, uh, so don't, don't worry if you hear squeals and the last Sunday morning, three of our children said yes to Jesus. Woo! Yeah. Woo! yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. There's one of them right here. <laughs> He's smiling ear to ear. I heard, I heard yesterday, uh, the account of one who, uh, his grandpa lives out of state. And he, when, he, when he heard his grandpa was on the phone, he couldn't wait to get his turn on the phone to tell his grandpa what had happened to him at church. Couldn't wait. <clears throat> Surrender. Surrender. Jesus said, let the little children come to me. We have much to learn from our children So, this first passage we're going to look at is 1 Corinthians 6. Paul asks a question Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you've received from God? You are not your own, you were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies so he asks this question and as i was beginning to put this together lord said you're gonna i want you to ask some questions i want you to ask some questions as as you're going through this do you not know that your bodies are temples of the holy spirit who is in you you are not your own and my first question have you come to terms with the reality that you are not your own I know many of you have. I know many of you because I know many of you personally, intimately. Have you come to terms with the reality that you're not your own? It doesn't doesn't matter what the culture tries to tell you that you get to decide who you are. It's a lie. It's a deception. Jesus says the opposite. You are not your own. I paid the price for you. Now, yes, we can reject that. Why would we want to reject such a fathomless love, such a bottomless, bottomless, endless supply of love, grace, mercy, power, wisdom, guidance, provision? Have each of you come to terms with that reality? You're not your own. Doesn't matter what the culture says. You are not your own, you were bought at a price. What's our response to this? I surrender. I surrender. I can't say that for you. I can only say that for me. You can't say it for your children. You can't say it for your for your mom, for your dad. You can't say it for anybody else. We can only say that for ourselves. I surrender. Romans 5, 6 and 8. At just the right time, when we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And then in 1 Peter, we have a, have a similar Thought here, for Christ suffered once for sins, the righteous for the unrighteous to bring you to God. He was put to death in the body, but made alive in the spirit, the righteous for the unrighteous, while we were still powerless, while we were still sinners. You don't have to get yourself all cleaned up to come to Jesus. You don't have to work anything up while we were still powerless, while we had nothing to offer. We couldn't anyway. Come as you are. Come as you are. And that's true for every one of you in this room today. Every one of you in this room today. If sin still has a hold on you, whatever that looks like, He came for you. He came for you. If there's something that you need to unload, he came for you to do that today. At just the right time. How many in this room today are still operating under the delusion or the deception that you can figure it out on your own? That you have the power within yourself. Now, while we were still powerless, the scripture says, How many of you think you have the power in and of yourself to be who you want to be, to do what you want to do, to achieve what you want to achieve? Not going to happen. It's not going to happen. How many are honest and bold enough to say, yep, that's me. That's me. I'm still trying to figure it all out. I'm still trying to carry the weight myself. I'm still trying Still trying to do it on my own terms, in my own power. See, scripture says, at just the right time, at just the right time, Jesus came when we were still powerless. He died for you. Let me tell you, if, if that's you in this, and you're in this room today, if that's you, this moment right now is just the right time to say, I surrender. I surrender. This is the right time right now. Easter Sunday, 2022. Yeah, we need to understand that Jesus' death on the cross, while impactful just in the sheer event of it, just the event of it alone, has impact, has impact on the world and impact on the culture. But the reality is it only reaches its full impact when we combine that event with faith, with faith. We sang songs about faith in Christ, it's about our faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. So the event in and of itself was a big deal. But the event personally only has its full impact when we say, yes. Yes. I surrender. I need this. I need this for myself. I need this. I need to receive this. Romans 3:22, starting with verse 22 says this. This righteousness is given through faith in Christ Jesus to all who believe. All have sinned, fall short of the glory of God. All are justified freely by his grace through the redemption they came by Christ Jesus. God presented Christ as a sacrifice of atonement through the shedding of his blood to be received by faith. To be received by faith. The only, the only way this event in history has impact on me and on you is I receive this by faith. I can't, I can't see it all. I can't understand it all. I can't grasp it all but I receive it by faith. And the more I receive it by faith and the more I live this out, the more I put it into practice and the more I begin to understand what it's about, the more I begin to grasp some of the principles that are involved in what he actually did for us. I receive it by faith. The true light that was coming to everyone was coming to the world. We, we see in John 1. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Just wrap your head around that for a minute. His own did not receive him. They didn't recognize him. Though the world was made with through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but they did not receive him. But the scripture goes on to say, yet to all who did, to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. This is what he did. This is what he did. This is what he's still doing. Now, he's not going to the cross again. He's not going to rise again. He did it once for all, once for all, once for all, once for all. But the only way we receive it, the only way we we receive the full impact of that is to receive him. And And it's as simple as saying, Jesus, I receive you. It's what those children did last week. It's what those children did that last week. And I already read this passage, but without the faith, it's impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. And that last part of that verse is just stuff you get to the more you live it out. The more you live it out. I had no idea. I had no idea at age 20 when I said, yes, Jesus, all that followed that. And I stand here today all those years later, and it's a lot of years later, since I was 20 43 42 42 and a half have you received Jesus by faith have you received Jesus by faith have you received Jesus by faith yet today I can't answer that for you I can't answer that I can answer it for me yes emphatically yes emphatically yes What did that experience look like? Think about this for a minute. Maybe jot these questions down and give some thought to them today or this week. What did that experience look like if if the answer to that is yes? Ask yourself can I even articulate what that was like? What does believing in his name mean to you in terms of daily living? Daily living. As a young man, I always said, I don't want to come to Jesus just for the promise of heaven. There's a practical part of me that even then, I had to have an understanding that there, is there some reason for me to come to Jesus that makes just practical sense? I don't know that I discovered that until I said, yes, I'm pretty sure I didn't. but i discovered actually pretty quickly after i said yes that he got he helped me with stuff he helped me to figure out some things he helped me to understand that my life had a had a path and a direction to it i had an advocate Have you come to him yet? Have you come to him yet? How often, if you're answering these questions, how often does it require that you say, I surrender? I surrender. I'm telling you how often for me? Every day. Every day. Paul says, I die daily. I die daily. I die daily. I come to you daily. I acknowledge you daily. I acknowledge my need for you daily. I surrender my own agendas. I surrender my own thoughts. This is our buddy Elliot. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) We love our children. We love our children. First Peter You know that it was not with perishable things such as silver or gold that you were redeemed from the empty way of life handed down from your ancestors but with the precious blood of Christ a lamb without blemish or defect an empty way of life handed out handed down from your ancestors and let me just make this point it doesn't matter if your ancestors went to church Maybe you inherited church-going from them, and that's a good thing. But you didn't inherit Jesus from them. It doesn't work that way. Each of us has to come to that place. redeemed from the empty way of life. Who all in this room has ever experienced or felt emptiness? Not that many of you. Our world, our culture, will dish out promise after promise after promise after promise about love, about acceptance, about tolerance, about anything and everything. The only one qualified to actually fulfill on that promise is Jesus. He will love you more and more completely and fully than any person ever will or can. He will accept you more fully and completely than anybody ever will or ever can. He will tolerate you. (laughs) He will tolerate you and all of our quirks and shortcomings and More than even our spouses can. If you're in this room today, and right now you're experiencing perhaps an emptiness, a hole, a void, a loneliness. Now's just the right time. Now's just the right time to say I surrender. Now's just the right time. Because he will meet you right there. It's not complicated. few weeks ago I uh, hesitantly <laughs> entered into a discussion on Facebook <laughs> hesitantly it is scary stuff sometimes but the discussion was about a particular sin and uh, and a, a brother in Christ responded with just biblical truth, and there was there was it was full of love, full of just love. But he got brutalized. <laughs> Somebody wrote, "Why can't people just accept people just the way they are?" That's what Jesus did. Now, that sounds true, because he does accept me to come to him as I am, but he says, I don't want you to stay the way you are. Right. And see, that, that's, the, that's the problem with half-truths, because they sound just almost truthful enough for the culture to buy into them, but not knowing what the scriptures say, not knowing what the real truth is, what the whole truth is. And the reality is Jesus, and I will say this, Jesus and his people, and that's us, have to love people enough to tell them the truth. And we can do so fully and completely in his love we can do so fully and completely in his love and his grace because we've all received his love and his grace. And so if we've received it, we can give it. But to love someone and not tell them the truth is not love. And I share this with you. Because in this time that we're living, there's a, there's a, there's a big divide going on. Those who are going to stand for truth and those who are not, those who are going to say, I surrender, and I surrender to you with everything that I am, means we're going to at times be unpopular. It means we're, at times we're going to get brutalized on Facebook or wherever for speaking truth. There's times we're going to be misunderstood. We're going to be called all kinds of things like intolerant. And the reality is the body of Christ has the love and grace of Jesus to be tolerant of anything and everything except say we're not going to accept the sin. See, if Jesus just simply accepted people as they were, he wouldn't have spoken to the woman at the well the way he did. He wouldn't have turned the tables of the money changers in the temple if, it's, if everything's just okay, everything's all good because Jesus just accepts it all. He doesn't. But He accepts you fully. He accepts you fully. I could walk around this room and look in and everyone here's eyes say with absolute confidence He accepts you fully, but He wants you to follow Him. And He will not Settle for letting you stay the same way. So if there's a problem, you're trying to do it on your own. I'm not saying you are, Ashley. I know you're not. But I think probably sometimes you do. So do I. The fingers are pointing back. (laughs) Understand this, whatever sinful state, whatever sinful state, whatever issue you're dealing with, whatever problem is confounding you, whatever, there is nothing too hard. There is nothing too hard. The culture does not know the power of Jesus. Our word for 2022 is more than conquerors. And I, you've heard me say it over and over again for those who've been here for the last three months, we are in conquering mode. We are in warfare mode when it comes to prayer. I've never, I've never uh, never seen uh, quite the level of, 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 uh, of warfare prayers or heard the warfare prayers like I'm hearing them in this day. People are gathering, people are saying, we're saying we're doing battle, we're doing battle. And it's not just for ourselves. This is not a I understand I'm a more than a conqueror for myself, but I'm also a conqueror for you and we're conquerors for one another. so if you're, if you're dealing with something you do not have to deal with it alone. you do not have to deal with it alone. The other night, we went to Heart of David worship, gathering up at uh, New Life of Poland. And uh, anybody knows me knows I love, I love worship. I love to worship Jesus. Uh, then I found myself uh, down front. As usual, yeah. Everything these days seems to be, for me, seems to be, have a brighter light to it. Seems to be enhanced. And for whatever reason, I was standing, standing down there and we're just worshiping, worshiping, and I just had, had my hands up a lot. And I just kept thinking of these, this message. And I found myself just quietly in my, in, in my spirit just saying, Lord, I surrender again. I surrender again and again. And again and again and again and again and I'm not gonna stop surrendering to him. And it was just another reminder of something Pastor Ben's been saying for a little bit here. So I feel like I've been born again again. The first one stuck. The first one stuck. But there there is this outpouring. That many of you have heard me talk about a lot lately. There's this outpouring of his presence. And this morning, on now afternoon, on Easter Sunday 2022, I'm here to say I surrender and my challenge and encouragement to every one of you say the same thing. Not because I'm asking for it, not because I'm I'm asking. Holy Spirit said this message had to say I surrender. My prayer here in a few minutes is that we do so. That we do so. What are you waiting for? <laughs> what are we waiting for? The world and the culture is not going to get better. Let's stand. Time and worship here at the end. If you are ready to surrender today, there's people here who will pray with you if you so desire. If you don't want anybody to pray with you, that's okay too. You can surrender without anybody praying for you. You can do it quietly, privately. You don't have to tell anybody immediately, but I would encourage you to tell somebody because it's that exciting that transformative. You can come forward if you want to come forward. If you don't want to come forward but you want someone to pray for me, just let somebody know. Come pray for me. Somebody will come to you. everybody to know this today. Jesus loves you. He loves you. He loves you fully. He knows everything about you. He knows your private thoughts. He knows things you've done that maybe you've never told anybody and you don't have to tell anybody. He already knows, but if you want to talk to him about it, he's a good confidant. I thank you so much. I thank you so much that while I was still powerless, while I was still in sin, you went to the cross for me. You redeemed me. You redeemed me. That means I exchanged one way of life for another there was a transaction that took place that means that a painful eternity in hell doesn't have to take place because now I can live in the freedom of heaven but beyond that even more than that I can live life on earth without the chains without the weight of sin With an advocate, with an advocate, who strengthens me every day. And I pray this for your people today. I pray that surrender will go on all all over this world. If that's what's needed. You pray for the war going on. We pray for the people of Ukraine. Pray, Lord, for you to move and move fiercely on behalf of your people. On behalf of your people. Lord, we thank you. We thank you for the times we're living in calling your people to a place of repentance. You're calling your people to a place of being bowed down. You're calling your people to a place of surrender. So I pray as we celebrate you today, we celebrate our risen Savior. You will do your work in the hearts and the minds and the lives of people in this room. You'll get all the glory. You'll get all the glory. In your name we pray.